Hey everyone, welcome back to the Create Initiative Podcast, uh, the new and improved Create Initiative Podcast. I'm not even going to do the same intro because we've done that forever, right? I'm Jason Evans. This is Kyler Clapp. Hello. Who is shocked. I'm stunned. Stunned. Well, we've been gone for a while. Thought we would change it up when we come back, you know? All right. Hey, we are glad you've joined us. We're glad you decided to take part. We got producer Chris over on the mixer. Hello. Hello, Chris. <laughs> and then uh, Kyle Lee uh, was supposed to join us uh, for the oh. pre, pre-roll, pre but uh, he had to drop out because his Wi-Fi dropped out, or so he says. I think he was just mad that we were gone for over a month and Could that be. he, he held down the fort. I don't know. Um, but he will join us for our interview because, Kyler, we have a guest today. Tell us who that guest is, Jason. That guest is the one and only Aaron Nequist. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What? Why is that so funny? That was so like talk show. Really. It was like it. It's like, I was doing. I was being great until Chris looked at me. Oh, Chris, how could you expect you? me sorry. to be professional, I, Chris? So sorry. So sorry. Well, I thought maybe in the month off you went to like broadcasting school or something. <laughs> Tell us who that is, Jason. <laughs> well, no, Aaron Equist is our guest and we'll get to him uh, in a little while. But uh, before we do that, Kyler, we, we have been gone for a little while. How was your uh, podcast break? I mean, um, was I, it a real break? Uh, no, I was working. Yeah, working. Not podcasting. Uh, how was your work? Um, <laughs> it was fine. Um. <laughs> The events that I helped put together all got canceled, so. Yeah, except for the one big one, camp. Oh, yeah. Camp was good. Camp was good. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a hectic uh, July, and uh, it took us a couple weeks to get back uh, going here in August, but uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back, so um, we hope that... Uh, you enjoyed the the stuff Kyle was producing. I really wanted to talk to him about that. So we'll next time he's able to join us, we'll we'll talk about uh, his Creative Lab. But that was definitely one of the most creative things. It was very we've good, had, kind so. of, kind kind of. I meant that positively, but it came out <laughs> not positive. Yeah, it came out kind of like eh, kind of. <laughs> it was very good. Well, it it, it was good, and uh, Kyler. Um, as we've come back in this new format, we've got the new theme song. Uh, Kyle's not with us. Um, I wanted to do a new segment. Okay. And I thought this would be fun because we'll 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 change it up. Uh, we may not do it every episode, but we'll change it up when we do do it. But we're gonna do a new segment called Top Three. Top Three. <laughs> That's right. That's angry six three. There it is. Um, uh, we're going to do a new segment called Top Three, and that was our new intro for it. Um, yeah, forget so, Kyle's song. Yeah, forget Kyle's song. Uh, so what Top Three is, is one of us, each each time we, we do this segment, each week, we'll come up with a question, and the question is, name your Top Three something. Now, the other two people, or no, the three people, Chris, you can hop in on this. Um, you will not know what's coming. So yeah. everything will be spur of the moment. Everything will just be like whatever's at the top of your head. So um, it should be fun and challenging. Are you ready? It's just my life. I'm not really thrown by that. Oh, okay, good. Because you were nervous <laughs> off air. Ah. Okay, Chris. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> Are you good? good. Well, well, since uh, I'm, I'm going to do the top three today, so okay. I'll present the question. And it's going to be so easy. 
okay? And we're going to make it super churchy and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, okay? praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, but here's the, here's the thing. We're going to start with you, Kyler. All right. Top three worship songs right now. Oh my gosh, Waymaker coming in at number one. Waymaker, okay. Oh my gosh, I could so good. Um, second song, second worship song. Oh my gosh, what? But what? What is this based on? Just like overall. I just said right now. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Top three worship songs right now. Top second one, Glory Come Down by SEU Worship. Third one, oh. This got hard. I <laughs> uh, love glory come down. Yes, you worship. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so Waymaker. That's the second one. Okay, Waymaker's number Waymaker's one. Waymaker's one. And three is. See, I wanted to just spit them out there, but that was I was not going to say something true then, because I want to say Protector by Kim Walker Smith. Yeah. But then, I want to throw Maverick City in there to yeah. sound spiritually deep. Okay. <laughs> so let's do Maverick City, yep, because that's where we would what, what song? Um, actually, I take it back. Take it back. Because I would say keep on getting better, but that one's just kind of like theologically on the line. It's still a good song, though. It's still a good song, and I get what they're saying. I get why they said it. I'm going to go with my portion from Isla Vista Worship. All right, all right. Now, do you have like, uh, do you want to expand on why these three? Like, you were oh, you were yeah. quick to talk about Waymaker. You're like number oh, one. Oh my gosh, number one forever. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll say my my portion by Isla Vista Worship. Um, oh, I forget his name. Mark something. Brumelow, maybe. Um, he plays piano. Well, it's the acoustic version. He plays piano. And it's just so pretty and so like soaking and I've been listening to a lot in my quiet time. Second, Glory Come Down by SCU is honestly a bop, but they're worshiping. So it's so good. And they're on their live album that they just released. They do like a little spontaneous moment afterwards where like the crowd keeps singing yeah. the bridge and everybody's like clapping and <laughs> it's really good. Um... And the first one, Waymaker, best worship song of all time. Don't at all me. All time. Don't at me. Do you do you have like a a reason for that? A reason why is it is one of the only worship songs that I can think of, and this might be uneducated. So if you also have an opinion where you're like, no, that's not true, DM me on DM me on Insta, and we'll and politely about converse it. about it. Um, but it's one of the only worship songs that I think actually worships the Lord without asking for something yeah. and it is worshiping who he is way maker. You're not, um, you're not even like prophesying. You're, you're not, it's just, you're just declaring who God is and that's what worship is. Yeah, and good. a lot of songs don't do that anymore. <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> Your camera's over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> Anyways, that's mine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, those are good. Those are good. And you, uh, I was impressed with how fast you came up with those. That's good. It's good. Chris, Chris, you had a little more time to think mm, about it. I've really had to think. I actually had to pull up my playlist. Oh, um, cheater. What? But hey, way, way, I was about way Laker, way maker. <laughs> <laughs> Top three, right? Is, is in there because I was listening to it the other day. It is a good song. Which version? Um, Leland's. <laughs> that's not the right one. 
I'm telling you, Sinatra goes in. Sinatra, however you say it. But also, ORU Worship, this home girl sings Heaven Down anyway. Sorry. Oh, yeah. ORU's Worship version is mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I like uh, Is He Worthy by Andrew Peterson. Okay. okay. That's a real good one. I like Andrew Peterson. And honestly, my still top favorite all-time worship song is Hold Me Jesus by Rich Mullins. <laughs> Ah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that Why are you is good. I have never heard it, but just the title. You've never heard it? No. Oh my gosh. Wow. Ragamuffin. Ragamuffin. When, when we're done, when we're done, we're going to listen <laughs> yeah. to it. It's I feel like it's really going to be like, hold me, Jesus. You're close. <laughs> <laughs> I, really? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> well, wow. You guys had some good good choices. I want to redo choices. one of mine, actually. You do? What one? Yeah. I want to do Make Room. By community something worship. As what we're at on your list. Number two. I'm going to, no, I I La Vista, I'm sorry. You're bumping them. Mark, yeah. I'm going to have to take my portion off. Okay. And push up, make room. And why is that? Because um, the bridge slaps. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Shake up the ground of all my tradition, break down the walls of all my religion. That's good. That's good. It'll get you. That's a good challenge. That's a good challenge. Well, cool. That was our first segment of top three. Another so, round. That was another easy. Another round? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Another round. Well, you come up with the top three. Top three. Oh. Top three favorite. Oh, darn. You got me there. Huh? I feel like. Mm, it's got to be easy because we already went in depth with the worship one. Oh, it can be whatever. Top I mean, three favorite preachers since we're on the church topic. Top three Sorry, favorite Chris. preachers. Top three favorite preachers. Like now are these, this is just anybody in my life. Like, oh yeah, it could be anybody. Okay. Um, you know, I think Paul was pretty good. The Apostle Paul. I think he was Wait, pretty good. I didn't. <laughs> I think whoa. Peter was, was mm-hmm. all right. Um, no, and if we're really gonna go there, Jesus yeah. coming in at number one. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. Let me I think. mean, like, let me think. Hold on, hold on. today so, alive. So they have to be. They, alive. they have to okay, be alive. So I can thank you. I can remove my dad from the list. Thank you Can't very much. Can't remove mine. Sorry. Thank you, thank you very much. Well, your dad. I, actually, I've never heard him. He's preach, not top so. three. Sorry, dad. Oh wow, <laughs> wow. You just went there. Okay, top three pastors, preachers, right now. Man, that's a tough one. A uh, friend of the podcast, Jeremy Cox, I always enjoyed uh, listening to him preach. He's a what number? He's a wonderful preacher. I'll put him in at number three. Okay. Um, the two that I listen to the most right now, uh, number one is a guy named Brian Zahn. He's out of Word of Life Church in okay. St. Joseph, Missouri. Uh, so I uh, listen to their service every week. And I love him. He's a he's a very old soul, and he likes Bob Dylan. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, coming in number two, another one that I, I listen to every week uh, is um, Mark, John Mark Comer, Bridgetown Church. Um, so he's he's great. I think he's super uh, intellectual, knows how to take the word and bring it into today's culture. And then uh, Jeremy, I'll, uh, Jeremy honestly is probably an honorable mention. Um, but I did enjoy listening to him preach. But number three would be Glenn Packiam, who's a pastor of New Life Church downtown in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, wow. Another great, another great guy. So, uh, Chris, your turn. Um, number three would have to be Joel Osteen. I'm totally joking. 
Oh, I, I'm totally I, joking. You didn't say that quick enough. I know. You, I was already glaring. To, <laughs> yeah, you really, you really need to let that beat because I was in my head. I was like, okay, straight face, straight face. I'm totally yeah. joking. I was waiting for your explanation. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, heck no. Okay. Uh, hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Joel. No. I mean, it's more power you know, to him. More power to him. Um, number miles three, away. I would have to go with uh, an old pasture of mine, Jack Barron. Okay. Uh, he's retired now. But uh, number two would be uh, my friend Ty Horseman. Shout out to him. Uh, he was one of my mentors in college. Um, you got me on number one. I don't know. I need to. Uh, you, you worked your way up. I worked my way up. <laughs> I was going to say that a spot one. for someone to make. Has a like solid really second and third place. But <laughs> but still looking for that <laughs> number one. For number one. <laughs> So I got, I got two waiting. and three. I got two and three. <laughs> we're I have waiting. To think about at, one. We can't move on until we have a number one. I mean, you already shut Take down our my dad, so yeah, I can't say. No, we didn't. You can say your dad. No, she said okay. she wasn't going to say her dad. Shout out to my 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 father, Jeffrey. Your father, my father, my father. Shout out to my shout father. Out, shout out to my You're pops. coming in number one. Coming in number one, hot <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Ainsworth. <sighs> Jeffrey Ainsworth. <laughs> Jeffrey Ainsworth. <laughs> uh, so, you, so you haven't got tired of listening to your dad yet? No, no, he's a, he's oh, really good, good wow, theologically, doctrine, all that. That's good because Kyler doesn't want to listen to her dad, and my dad is gone. Love you, so. dad. <laughs> Love you, dad. Uh, so, do you have a top three? Yeah, um, I would say third place would be Lisa Harper. Sis knows her Bible like nobody's business. Um. This is where it gets tricky. I mean, shout out to my pastor. I love my pastor, Adam Starling. He's a great communicator. Um, this is just where, because I know a lot of good pastors that have good yeah. sermons. Yeah. Remember, um, you're the one who asked the question. Yeah, darn. I did regret it immediately. <laughs> oh, I really... Christine Kane's probably number one. Okay. I just spot on every time. Um, number two, this is where it gets tricky. <sighs> They're so like mega church pastors. That's, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, two's blank. Nope. You got to have one. Mm, yep. <sighs> I'm just going to go with... Don Cherie Wilkerson. Okay. That was a long Don, pause. Don Cherie? Don Cherie. Okay, I thought you said John at first. <laughs> John Cherie. <laughs> Don Cherie Wilkerson. That's yeah. Rich Jr.'s wife. wife, right? They're co-pastors at Vu Church, right? Actually, I take that back. Not her. Sorry, girl. Um, oh. Jenny Allen. Love her. She's an author. She lives in Texas. I love her books, and I love when she preaches. Awesome. We should yeah. have her on the show. We should have her Reach on the show. Her. The crazy thing about her is she doesn't like move a lot, and it's not bad. But she like she just stands there, and it hits you hard. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Well, that was fun. That takes care of this this week's segment of top three. Uh, do you want to do the outro? <laughs> what do I say? I don't know. You you came up with the intro. Um, so thank you guys for joining us. Um, that was Aaron Nick. No. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Outro. outro of the top three segment. Oh, outro of top three. Stay tuned for next week. We'll probably do top three like soccer brands or something. So. 
All right. So stay tuned for that. All right. Well, since you 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 kind of segued us into our guest today, uh, our we guest can edit today. That. No, no, we got to oh, leave it in. Oh no, we got to leave it in. Our our guest today is Aaron Nequist. He uh, is friend of the podcast. He's been on before, and uh, we wanted to have him on to talk about a couple of things. First of all, what he's been learning during this pandemic, um, but but also he has a new project out. Uh, a part of the he does he does a thing called a new liturgy, and they've released a new album called the Lord's Prayer. And uh, it's it's like a guided walk through the Lord's Prayer. Uh, and there's music with it and uh, guided meditations and things like that. It's super awesome. And uh, uh, we just love talking to Aaron. So Kyle and I got the chance to uh, sit down and chat with him and we hope you enjoy it. Here is our conversation with Aaron Nequist. Uh, well, Aaron, thank you so much for taking time to join us uh, again on the Creative Initiative Podcast. It's been uh, a while since we spoke, and a lot has happened. Um, but, yes. but can you just uh, tell us uh, what you've been up to, and, and how's life been treating you in these last few months? Yeah, well, great to be back with you guys. Thanks for inviting me. Um, yeah, there's been a few things going on in the world in the last few months. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's been... Um, a lot of it has been really terrible, just like, you know, for all of us, just this weird moment that we find ourselves in. Um, and then a lot of it has been really wonderful. And it's sometime in the same day. Um, so we, you know, I, uh, my family lives in New York City. So in March, as things were getting really intense with the coronavirus, um, we decided to head out to a family place in Michigan. And we packed for two weeks. We said, let's just, just get out of the city and just see what happens. And we were there five months. Wow. And so we just came back last week. And like I said, that was really hard and, and really beautiful. I mean, we spent more time with just the four of us than we probably ever will again. Yeah. And so, you know, am I thankful for this whole thing? No. Am I thankful for parts of it? Absolutely. So. Yeah, I, I can imagine that was uh, spending all that time together. It's you'll you 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 enjoy it while you can. How old are your kids? Um, going into seventh grade, okay, and then uh, going into fourth grade. Okay, so, so yeah. they're they're right at that age yeah. where they're they enjoyed it. <laughs> they yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know they're not they're happy to have some time off school, and you know yeah. just to get out of school was fun. Yeah. Uh, we went a little stir crazy at times, but again, just, we have some memories. We were, we were talking, we're going to talk about this season, the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. so some good memories there. No, yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel the same way. I was, I felt we've maybe we've talked about this, Jason. I feel guilty when people would ask me how my summer was and I would say, well, despite everything going on, this has been like the best summer of my life yeah. because <laughs> Every single day, we we got in a good routine of just spending time together, and yeah. it was just so unhurried that it was just a really sweet time. And when things started ramping back up, I was like having a little bit of anxiety because I was like, I had gotten so used to the pace we were living 
and how right. refreshing refreshing it was. And so, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. And um, Aaron, uh, I've been asking this question of people since kind of through this pandemic. We usually save it for the end, but I kind of wanted to start at the top with you. Yeah. Um, you know, during this time, you've got to spend all this time with family. You were you were away from home. I mean, for for all these months. Um, yeah. What What would you say you've been learning during this time, either about yourself or about life or, or about the church or just kind of anything? Well, I mean, one of the interesting things, um, I mean, not to get overly serious too quick into this (laughs) conversation, but when I got there in March and, you know, the adrenaline of this, you know, last minute, 12 minute drive, 12 hour drive. (laughs) And then, you know, the fear of what was going on in the country. And, you know, we have a lot of friends here in Manhattan who got the virus. And so it's very real to us. And, so kind of in, in the anxiety of all that and feeling displaced and all that, um, I realized um, a, some of my unprocessed sadness from other seasons of life really came to the, the forefront. Oh, okay. And what I kind of realized is, you know, the, the coronavirus both elevated some of my anxiety and fear, but I think more importantly, eliminated many of the ways that I usually distract myself from this sadness that I'm trying to kind of hold down. Yeah. And so it was fascinating to see these, you know, different things just pop up and think, wow, well, I've been trying to avoid that for a long time. I guess this is the time. And so again, maybe that added to it, not being a, a very fun spring, but a, um, a deeply good spring to just let reality come to the surface, stop fighting it, stop running and uh, try to engage it. Well, that, that that's very interesting. And I, Kyle and I have talked about this a little bit. It seems like there's the opportunity. If people were, were willing to take that opportunity, it was really a chance to analyze everything, yeah, you know, right. and, and internally and externally. And, you know, we look at the church world and, and it's, it was just a, a very unique opportunity to say, Hey, you know, why are we doing what we're doing? Or what are some things that may be super unhealthy? Yeah. You know, that we yeah. didn't even realize. Um, and yeah. you know, it's just, we, Kyle and I've talked about, we just hope people kind of, um, take action, you know, yeah. through those things. Yeah, I was going to say that to you, Kyle, when you were sharing about how much you love the open space of the summer. I, you know, obviously, we can't live in that where nothing's going on. Yeah. But it'll be interesting, like, who says your life has to go back to crazy? Um, yeah, exactly. Our lives have to go back to some of the patterns that weren't working then either, you know? So yeah. this is an interesting invitation. Yeah, it, and it coincided. This whole thing coincided with a job change for me. I began oh. teaching in March or February, <laughs> and so went from vocational ministry to in the classroom, and then okay. the world shut down. Yes. And so, uh, and so there was so much change happening at one time. And I, I, I was trying to take the advice that me and Jason were talking about. Try to take this and use this opportunity. Is how do I want to? What habits do I want to? drop what habits do I want to create in order to to change the pace of my life right. and so me and my wife have been pretty intentional like okay school starting back up two of our kids are going to be in school now every single day how do we how do we adjust our habits to right. not let the pace take over again you know not let yeah. the hurry take over and so yeah. 
it's we're a week and we're four days into it so so far nice well um aaron one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on first of all i mean we left talking yeah. to you last time <laughs> you're uh, such, such a great person to talk to and have so much wisdom um but you've just released a, a another one of your a new liturgy projects and yeah. um, first of all, it, it is great. I, I've loved everything you've produced with a new liturgy, but this one, especially the Lord's Prayer, um, it, I think it is very important for this time and for this season. But um, could you yeah. tell us a little bit about that project and, and specifically, like, how did you hone in on that subject and the idea of the Lord's Prayer? Yeah, well, thanks for those kind words, by the way. I'm, I'm thrilled that you found it and uh, have found it helpful. Um, well, I think... Speaking first in, gen in a general sense, um, I've been been so taken in the last 10 years by the reality that Jesus doesn't just want us to agree with him, but to follow him. Um, doesn't just want us to even believe that his words are true. Um, he wants us to put his words into practice. And, you know, that's at the end of the, of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. The final, like his, after the greatest sermon ever given, his final words are, if you hear my words and put them into practice, then it'll be like building your life on a rock and you'll survive the storms of life, which, I mean, 2020, there are more storms going on right now than <laughs> I, I know I've ever experienced. Yeah. And so the idea that um, we wouldn't just, yeah, just believe, uh, but we would practice. So the Lord's Prayer has been um, incredibly meaningful to me over the years. I mean, just like billions of Christians over the last 2,000 years, it's such an important prayer. And I was just thinking about that, like, I don't want to just believe, yeah, those are good words, or even those are true words, or even those are words I want to recite. All of those things are good. It's really good to believe it's true. It's really good to recite it. We recite it every Sunday. But I, but I was saying, how do we put these words into practice? And so this liturgy is a 25-minute invitation. It goes line by line, um, giving us ways and invitations to practice each line of the Lord's Prayer. So that's kind of where it came from. Well, it's really great. And real, yeah. real fast. Um, I, I can't remember if we, we touched on this in the, the last time we had you on, but um, for, yeah. for people who might be afraid of that word liturgy, could you just real yeah. quick, uh, you know, explain what that is, especially in context of this, this uh, project? That's great. Yeah, I did not grow up. I mean, for me, liturgy was a dirty word. Yeah. I mean, that was what <laughs> those people did, you know. Yeah. Um, but the word liturgy has been become really important to me um, for a couple of reasons. First, you know, I've been a worship leader for over 20 years in churches. That's kind of my vocation. But even though, like, that's in my job title, the word worship, um, I kept noticing how worship kept meaning smaller and smaller things. Yeah. And so at this point, if you say, you know, we're going to worship now, most people assume, oh, we're going to stand and sing while a rock band plays. Well, that's, that is worship. Absolutely. And, but I mean, the, the scope of Romans 12, one, you know, offer your body as a living sacrifice, yeah. holy and pure. That's where, you know, this, this, this really expansive idea is kind of lost in that word. And so, 
um, learning from uh, a number of uh, of our other friends different from different Christian traditions when they talk about liturgy. That involves, of course, singing and worship and praise, but it also involves confession and assurance. It involves praying for the world, the prayers of the people. It involves lament. It involves celebration. And it, like, it just takes on this really, really epic, holistic thing. And of course, the word liturgy just means the work of the people. Mm. So it simply means what we do when we come together. Um, so every church has a liturgy, but um, the question is, how does that church's liturgy form us? And so, you know, I, I think in this project, I'm using it as shorthand for a journey that we go on that involves music, of course, but also scripture and reflection and prayer and uh, these different things. Wow, that's good. And I think it's just the perfect time, like like what we were saying, this was a time for people to step back, churches included, say, yeah. look at what they're doing every Sunday, maybe what their what their liturgies are. Um, are we just yeah. doing four songs and then a, right. a message? And right. this was an awesome time to some because some of them couldn't operate some churches, when everything closed down, they could not do what they've done for the past yeah. 20 years. That's right. And That's so right. it was a great opportunity to look at the, the why behind the what and try to figure that out. And, uh, and so um, I know that I, I personally have been trying to figure it out, like, why do we do what we do? And so hopefully yeah. some churches have taken heed to that instead of there's a there's a I think there's a human tendency to rush to let's get it back to normal. Let's get back mm -hmm. things back to normal. Let's get things back to normal. And yeah, that's right. instead of and there, I mean, there's been a lot of people. What if normal wasn't? the way it should have been, you know? Yeah. And that's uh, right. so it's really interesting. No, that's a good word. And, you know, as we're exploring these kinds of things, maybe I just say a, a word that my wife said about liturgy a while ago, she was asking, you know, at that time I was trying to bring all these different forms into our Sunday gathering. And she was saying, why are you doing this? And I was trying to explain. And finally she says, Oh, so basically you want to serve a well-balanced meal every mm. Sunday. Yeah, I just remember that was just brilliant. She summed up what I've been wrestling with for years in one perfect <laughs> sentence. But that was it. I, you know, I, I, as a worship leader, I was serving one kind of meal every single Sunday. Yeah, and I think the meal was good. It, I, I have no regrets about the meal. It just we all know you can't eat only one thing every meal and become yeah. fully healthy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, I that's that, a great, great analogy. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a, it's a great way to put it. And I think it's, it's, it's easy to understand. And, you know, in, in the context of the Lord's prayer, uh, one thing beyond even just the, the album you released, I know on your podcast, eternal current podcast, yeah. you've been going through it and speaking with people yes. about the, the line by line. And, uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes, but, great. um, yeah. as, as you are looking at this liturgy of, of reciting the Lord's prayer line by line and, and, and going through it, um, what are, what are the things maybe that you've learned or that, that the Lord has brought to light in, in, in you while you read it? Because, you know, you mentioned we've recited this thing billions of times and for yeah. some people it may not have any meaning anymore because we've, we've, yeah. we've heard it so much. But, but how are some, th what are some things maybe that you learned as you went through this? Oh man. I, well, first of all, the, I am learning so much by hosting this podcast. Um, I mean, every and I'm not just like trying to be like, you know, oh shucks. Yeah. <laughs> every single episode 
that um, the guests who have been on have said things that my brain just melted. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That's how it, you know. So I feel like I'm just learning a, a truckload um, on this on the podcast journey. I think the the big thing that I've become really convinced of in the process of creating this is the genius of the Lord's Prayer is not in the words as much as in the framework, hmm. the container that Jesus is offering. Um, I don't believe as much Jesus was saying, here are the words to recite. I think Jesus was saying, yeah, here's the, the framework. And when you look at every piece of the prayer, um, it all works together in this like really compelling balance and kind of robust invitation. And, you know, I, I realized for me, um, so much of how I learned to pray was, dear God, let me tell you what I need today. Mm -hmm. And what's beautiful is the Lord's Prayer. Jesus says, that's part of it. You <laughs> know, Give us today our daily bread. That is such a beautiful part of bread, part of the, the prayer. But you can almost hear Jesus saying, but don't let that be the only part of your prayer, you know, and so gives us all these other parts. Forgive me as I forgive. I mean, that's the, I mean, we could talk for an hour on the implications of forgive as yeah. we forgive, um, which, by the way, I didn't even know this um, until I really I was trying to put it all in context. The verse after the Lord's Prayer. So directly after the Lord's Prayer, the verse that uh, Matthew has in there is, for if you don't forgive your brother or sister, then neither will God forgive you. Hmm. And I mean, again, how does that fit into my theology? Like, I, that, it's just one of those, yeah. those heart-stretching and, um, but, you know, when you start to immerse yourself and realize, wait, well, mercy is like this flowing river. And when we cut it off in one direction, we're cutting it off in both directions. Wow. You know, we don't get to say, I'm not going to let mercy flow to that person, but God, please let it flow to me. You know, either we're opening up the floodgates or we're closing them. Well, that's, that's really profound and haunting. Yeah. And so anyways, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that may could lead us into a rabbit trail of, of epic proportions, yeah. <laughs> but it's just that, you know, I mean, I don't know. It, it, I feel like when we look at our culture and and specifically like Christian culture, especially here in America, it, it feels like we've created a one way street in so many yeah. ways, you know, and it it tends to just it's one way for me to God. But we don't we don't right. go any other direction with anybody right. else, you know, so I think the, the yeah. idea of a river, that's a perfect analogy for yeah. it. Um, yeah. because it's just, you know, you mentioned at the top, it's, it's not just reading the words of Jesus, it's living those words. And when you, when That's you, right. you know, put forgiveness into action, it is, it's so hard, yeah. but we, I think we've, we've allowed ourselves to just read the words and that's right. enough, you know, Dallas Willard, um, in one of his, uh, earlier books, um, made, made a comment that Jesus teachings aren't arbitrary laws that we must obey or God will punish us. But they're rather simple observations about how life actually works. 
So, you know, you take this example. Um, Jesus is not saying, if you don't forgive your brother or sister, God will withhold forgiveness. Like, it's not punitive. Yeah. Jesus is making the observation, if you cut off the flow, it won't flow back to you either, you know, which it's just, it just puts Jesus wisdom in such, in such a different category. Um, they, you know, scriptures don't say don't gossip because then God will be mad and punish you. It's almost like God is pleading with us. You'll wreck your relationships. Yeah. Don't do it. You know, the way I say to my kid on ninth Avenue, please don't run across the street um, before the, the, the sign turns or, you know, it's not, I'm going to be mad and punish you. I'm trying to protect you. So yeah. 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 The punishment would be getting hit by a car, not you scolding. No, 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 no. And I'm trying to, this, this, this law, quote unquote, uh, my kid might call it a law, but this (laughs) law is an attempt (laughs) to save his life, not wreck it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is what God is just pleading to us let me teach you how to live life to the full let me teach you yeah and when it comes to the forgiveness i think that's so profound that you brought that up because we live in a time where culture is telling us if one mistake is made cancel them there's no and there's and you see it bleeding over into church culture and you know the bible's telling us then we should be we should be different than this like let's lead the charge on this forgiveness and um, that's something world, that, I mean, that's something I struggle with. Yeah. Yeah. I think the world learned cancel culture from the church. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of our inheritance. And so, um, from the, anything that's bad, get them away, get them out of here, burn the CDs, burn the, <laughs> yeah. and so right. yep. that I can definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, at the risk, I don't want to go, I don't want to turn this into a theology podcast. That's what eternal current is, is, is all about. But, um, I, I did want to ask you, you posted a video on your, on the, a new liturgy website, kind of about how you created yeah. this project, um, yeah. how you create it in your garage and you, oh, use, so yeah. Can you, can you tell us, I mean, obviously, you know, this was your eighth, one of these projects and you've worked with yep. people, um, multiple people throughout this process, but this one was unique <laughs> because. Because, yeah. because of the pandemic. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, the nuts and bolts of how you, yeah. how you made this um, oh, in the midst of a so pandemic? Fun. Yeah, thanks for asking that. Um, yeah, I mean, I had the absolute bare bones of my little studio. I mean, I, you know, living in New York, I could only bring a little bit of it anyways. Mm-hmm. So I had even less. Um, but we set up in this garage and it didn't have air conditioning and it was a garage. But it was my garage. Yeah. And so um, I thought uh, I'm going to use a really limited palette sonically. So um, I, I use, I have this uh, electric keyboard sound. And then one of my friends is a, a just a lights out cellist. Um, actually just got his doctorate in, mm. cell, in uh, playing the cello. And so he lives in New York. Uh, so he was able to track here and then send me the files. And then all the percussion was, I, d- I bought some drumsticks and all the percussion in the project was just stuff I found in the garage and, and beat on it. So there's buckets and there's a ladder and there's the floor and a seat and a metal chair. And oh man, you I was like a kid 
in a in a candy shop running around just listen does this little thing sound like if i hit it and so i try to pull all those sounds together into something coherent so it's like keyboard sound the cello all the like found junk percussion and then my friend liz weiss who's a uh, just a wonderful singer yeah she lives in the city here too she tracked the vocals and, and sent them my way but it was it was an absolute delight to get to make something during the pandemic. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looked like you had so much fun and I mean, and and even in the midst of all this, was it, was it a nice, like, was there an opportunity for you to have good, like emotional releases um, during the production of this? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, the cliche of, you know, we, we benefit more making stuff, than the people who do, who listen to it. Yeah. This is absolutely true. I mean, if I had to, as soon as it was done, erase it and no, no one could ever hear it. It still would have been so worth it this summer to make it. So uh, it's fun when that happens. Sometimes these projects are like labors of love, not really love. (laughs) Yeah. Fried by the end. And, uh, and this thankfully was not one of those. I was kind of sad when, when this one was over. Well, that that's awesome because yeah, too many times creative projects. By the time you hit that final export, you never want to be a part oh, of it again. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, well, that's awesome. And uh, Kyle, did you? Um, I, I had one more question for you, but Kyle, do you have any any other yeah. questions or thoughts? No, I mean that's you know how I love tinkering, and I set my whole garage up during the pandemic, and I'm right there with you. The no way. The no AC. I already had to move it out because in Oklahoma it's like 200 degrees here oh, in my wow. garage. So, yes. but uh, but yeah, it's I'm the same way. Just fiddle around, mess around, and then end up deleting something. But it was fun anyway. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And the the great thing about creative projects, I was just telling my son, uh, he's a, a filmmaker and screenwriter, and he's got all these passions. I was just telling him like, what's great about making stuff is if it's terrible you don't have to show it to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so just let's just make stuff like, right. You know, I wish I I've been in seasons where I was trying to write a little bit of a song every day. And most of them were just garbage, but occasionally something really fun comes through. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I, I do have just kind of one last question as we go out and you, yeah. you may have felt like you answered this earlier, but um, you know, through this project of, of the Lord's prayer, um, what, what do you hope that the people who listen to it and, and, and the people who take part in it, what do you hope that they learn through this process? Well, yeah, I, I think I, uh, alluded to it earlier, but to say it just really clearly that they slash we would internalize the framework and then from that holy, um, eternal wisdom framework that we've been given um, be as creative and constructive and inventive in the prayer as possible. And uh, it reminds me a little bit, I had a, I I was a theory and composition major in college and I had a professor who was always saying, always, you have to, you have to learn the rules before you break them. And we just, you know, uh, arrogant punks. We just want, thought we were going to create everything brand new and it was going to be novel. And he's like, maybe first learn Bach. First learn the greats. 
And then, you know, and there's something there about the Lord's Prayer. Jesus saying, let me teach you Mozart. And as you internalize the genius of this, the point is not to be a Mozart cover band. Uh, the point the, the point is to write new uh, music. And, you know, in this term is to pray our own words and our own stories and our own souls, but from the wisdom of this framework. So, so to answer your question, I hope this is a concrete way for people to receive this wisdom of Christ, internalize it, and then propels them into a life of creative, inventive, intimate, um, holy prayer. thank Aaron again for taking time to be on the podcast. Uh, we love, love talking to him and, uh, you know, he could become a co-host if he wanted. I just don't think he, he can take my time. spot. Oh no, no, <sighs> no. Producer Chris, we can yeah, yeah. boot him out. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. uh, no, Chris, you're invaluable behind the scenes. Um, we want to thank Kyle for, for joining us for that interview as well. Hopefully we'll, <laughs> we'll get him in the studio. What, what are you laughing I at? I made a face and I forgot he was <laughs> switching the cameras. Oh Yeah. We're, we're on screen, so it's, yep. it's all there. Uh, our audio-only listeners, um, they're just probably they tuned us out by now. Aaron Nequist, <laughs> so, though. Yeah, Aaron, what about him? Those new uh, new liturgies, those are good. They are good. Uh, do, they do great work. So uh, go check them out. We'll have a link on the show notes, and uh, and and you can be a part. And uh, he's got a podcast called the Eternal Current Podcast, so check that out as well. Well, uh, before we uh, get out of here, Kyler, do you have anything else you'd like to add? It's been a while. Surely you've got a lot to talk about. Nope. Nothing. A lot know. of things race through my mind in that... 10 second pause. Yeah. It's hard to pick. 
but, but nothing just pops out. It's like, hey, we need to talk about that. Uh, vegan pizza rolls. Yeah. Let me tell you, Target Morningstar sausage vegan pizza rolls. That's where it's at. Yeah, better than the real ones. Better than the real pizza rolls. Yep. You would not, you would know the difference, but the difference would be that they're like from a restaurant pizza rolls. So it, does, it doesn't taste all like processed y. No, it's fantastic. Kind of How about that? So we, we've talked about that off air. You, you, you were on the verge of thinking about going vegan. My goal is to go vegan by 2021. Okay. I thought you were going to stop at 2020. I almost so. did. <laughs> uh, so 2021, you want to go totally vegan or just like a, a mainly vegan diet? I want to go mainly vegan. I think I would have to do like meat Mondays or something. Yeah. Just because, just to tell people, honestly, because I, I posted about the vegan pizza rolls on my Instagram story and I had people up in my Instagram DMs like, oh my gosh, are you vegan? Are you going vegan? I was like, no. I you just... can tell that's how they were typing. <laughs> yes, because oh I goodness. literally, <laughs> I know two of the people like they're some of my close friends and they DM me and they were like, oh my gosh, you aren't vegan, are you? I was like, <laughs> why? why? Would that be a bad thing? Exactly. So when I do go vegan, hopefully, yes, probably. Um, I'll be like, but I have meat Mondays, so don't worry. I'm not anti-meat. So, I mean, it obviously is a healthier way to eat. It's, you know, yeah. it's a better, better system than a lot of the processed foods. And That's what I'm like hearing. That. So, um, well, more power to you. Good yeah. luck. At the end of the year, we'll, you know, set our goals for 2021. So that better be on there. I mean, um, mostly on vegan. Mostly vegan. Mostly. <laughs> Asterisk, mostly vegan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, what about you? Last month, anything anything big happened? Um, we we do know you are uh, not a fan of smoothies. So Yeah, I want to tell that story, Chris. <laughs> smoothies are the bomb. I don't know what these guys are talking about. My birthday all lunch. All you listeners, smoothies My birthday is where lunch. it's at. Smoothies are amazing. I wanted to Fully, that's all I wanted for I my birthday, Chris. I have a t-shirt that says I heart smoothies. No, you don't. Yeah, you should yes, wear that next episode. I will. I dare you. <laughs> It'll be freshly like, drawn on with a Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not a whole lot's been going on, you know. Just McChillin'. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That's also going to be uh, on his shirt. That's so it's going to be, he's going to have a sticker that says McChillin yeah. on his shirt. That we says, out here, McChillin, McVibin, <laughs> McHangin. Oh, man. Is that well, copyright? Uh, huh, I don't know. I, I don't know. They've, they've got a far reach. We'll just reach. bleep it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, I'm sad nothing crazy happened for you, Chris. No, it's all good. It's all it's, good. It's been a busy season for the three of us. Uh, we do thank Kyle for holding down the fort. I would love to shake his hand. Um, but uh, unfortunately, couldn't make it. You know, he's a school teacher now, and he's back in school. Teaching. Third grade, so we can't wait <laughs> to hear. We can't wait to hear his stories um, about teaching and molding the young minds in a COVID-19 world. So it uh, should be fun. And listener, how are you doing? Uh, it's been a while. Reach out to us. Let us know. Um, you know, how are you adapting as things are slowly just people are pretending that everything is normal. Hmm. Um, so how, how are you adapting? Let us know. Um, and then also as we get out of here, stay tuned. We hope to, to have some special, uh, create initiative content thrown your way here, you know, in the fall before the end of the year, since unfortunately we canceled all our in-person gatherings and remaining workshops. So Kyler's got big ideas. Big ideas. <laughs> big <laughs> <laughs> Ideas. Please follow us on Instagram. Um, maybe we'll be doing fun stuff on there soon. Yeah. Like us on Facebook. Yeah. 
Follow us on Twitter. Interact with us. We yeah. love to hear your comments, concerns, yeah. questions. So, so give us your complaints on Twitter. Nice. Uh, give us your ideas on Instagram. And then... Concerns. Uh, and concerns on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so hit up all three of those channels. Um, yeah. Uh, Kyler's doing a great job running those running those channels. Thank you, Kyler. I'm here and for the fun. Here for the fun. Um, and uh, she is going to do some cool stuff, especially on Instagram. In the, in the coming future, especially in the future. So, um, but hey, uh, we, we are thankful that you've joined us for the ride, and uh, it, it's going to be a great fall. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, we want to thank uh, Aaron again for joining us, and then we want to thank Kyle for joining us during that, that interview. And uh, Chris, anything on, on our way out? I got nothing. Kyler? 15 cent movie tickets. <laughs> what? That is oh. what I am hearing. Oh, yeah. A- AMC, AMC is doing AMC. 15 AMC. cent AMC. movie AMC. tickets. That's all. 15 cent movie tickets. That's how desperate they are for mm. people to come back to their theaters. That's how and desperate I am popcorn. to go there. Yeah, and $20 popcorn. <laughs> wow, hey, that's where they get hey, you. We've talked about it uh, a bunch. Like, the movie theater is what I need. Um, I don't go to an AMC, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to movie theaters. AMC. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not one close to my house, so it's like I have to... Oh, whoa. <laughs> it's all hoity-toity time. <laughs> I don't uh, go to AMC. I go to the Warren Theater. Well, it's simply because that's the closest theater to my house. Okay, got me um, there. And they have Dr. Pepper. So AMCs don't have Dr. Pepper. Uh, Coke funded? Yep, 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 Like yep. most so, of us. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm looking forward to the day theaters come back. So 15-cent ticket, I'm, I'm okay. They just need movies to actually be in the theaters. Um, I did see someone posted at AMC opened they posted online their seating grid and they literally are not shutting down any of their seating <laughs> they're opening like, it all yeah it was like all every seat was available maybe they think people will social distance themselves i guess but i mean desperate. you would think they could create a you know algorithm in their computer system to shut off desperate times desperate, desperate measures. times desperate times it's always terrible when a billion dollar company can't make the pay the electric bill. Rough. So. <laughs> well, hey, that was a wild turn for the end of this podcast. So thank you for bringing that up, Kyler. Anything else um, on the way out? It was Shark Week. It was. It was. I don't know if it is anymore. I don't. I don't know either. I've never really kept up with it. Yeah. So, but hey, I love Shark Week. Well, you do. Yeah. I mean, I I I don't have any animosity towards it. Well, it's become like a like a not just. Discovery Channel thing, oh, really? like Animal Planet's in on it. I think History Channel, like Travel okay. Channel's in on it. It's, so it's like multi-network. It's like Unity. Oh, wow. I like that. We need more Unity in the world right now. Shark Week. Shark Week. Bringing the world together. Bringing <laughs> the world together. Bringing the world together. Oh, wow. Well, for producer Chris, uh, for Kyle Lee, who's not here, and for Kyler Clapp, I'm what? Jason Evans, and uh, it's great to be back, and uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode and a new guest. So we'll see you then.